This is Clayton Howe's Entertainment X. For this episode, I chat with Alan Menken, and we cover everything from early inspirations to the first song that he wrote, what's important to him in life, the upcoming Little Mermaid live action film on May 26th, and so much more. So I hope you enjoy this part one with Alan Menken. We're back. I'm Clayton Howe. And today with me on Zoom is Alan Menken. Alan, thank you for joining me today. My pleasure. I want to dive in here right away. There are so, so many iconic pieces of music that you have created for the world. From Hercules, Pocahontas, it just goes on and on and on. Before we talk about any of that, and I promise I won't make you go through the resume, do you remember the very first song that you wrote? Probably not. I don't think so. I mean, I, I have a one-man show, and I, I always go back, and I have this song I wrote when I was, I don't know how old. Um, it was like um, 10 years old. But she's gone, and I want to die. I know I'm living a lie. She'd have stayed if only I had asked. But I know I can't live in the past. I go, <laughs> down that song, I went, how much past did I have then, you know? Um, but yeah, I used to, basically I hated to practice. And so I used to make up my own pieces that kind of followed in my mind from what, the first few notes of a Beethoven sonata or a Baratok microcosmos or whatever it was. I would just fake it. Um, and um, And then as far as, you know, writing songs, as soon as you know the Beatles and Bob Dylan and all that showed up, we all wanted to write songs. Mm. Is is there through your career to date, which has been legendary, is there a most rewarding aspect to all of this? Well, the most rewarding aspect, I guess, is um, for me is that I've been able to maintain my normalcy, you know, Janice and I are married over 50 years and I have a great relationship with my daughters and, um, you know, I love my friends in the business and, um, I just see this as something that I do because a, I don't do anything else as, as well, particularly <laughs> as Janice. <laughs> um, and I enjoy it. I, you know, I've always enjoyed it going to that place it's you know you it feels like just one's dharma you know one's what you're born to do and i always felt that from a very young age and so you know i've just kind of this is my reward for being a very boring person i do the same thing every day um and also a very emotional person i i you know as i write songs like there is always that gestalt of a of, a, of a, an emotion in it. Um, but that's, a you know, you're not asking about a moment as much as the, the aspect of it that's most meaningful. And the aspect that's most meaningful to me is just, you know, how, how much it is a part of my life and how much I enjoy it. Being, being able to be so open in, in writing songs, we, we can feel it. 
and it's it's making and leaving the world a better place than how you found it. So I want to thank you on here. Is there <laughs> is there a self-talk or a realization through your life where, you know, a, a, a definitive moment, so to speak, in staying true to yourself and maintaining that home relationship with the family while working? Well, I don't know if there's a, a moment. I, like so many others of my generation, as I came up, I really, I was writing, you know, individual songs like crazy, mm. music and lyrics. And I, I wanted to be Billy Joel or Elton John or mm. Jackson Brown. I love them. And I love the sense of, you know, the soul of each of these people. And James Taylor, it goes on and on and on. Um, and Janice and I met very young. Uh, we, I right out of the college, I witnessed rock ballet, and um, the dancer walks in, and um, and I never wanted to tour. I didn't really want to um, go through all of creating a career out of being a singer songwriter. It didn't connect to me. Um, and writing, especially writing songs in the context of a story or in the context of some sort of a a bigger context, um, just brought out the best in me. Mm. It just, you know, it felt right. And um, when I joined right out of college well actually while well, i was still in college mm. uh the bmi musical theater workshop with layman engel great conductor mm. uh, and composer who ran it and i remember i met the first person i met it was maury Yeston, mm. and we remain dear friends uh, and and playing our songs for each other with all of the writers that were in that um it it was. It became it, it, a way. It, it sort of forced you to remove your ego from your songs and just look at them as entities. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, step by step, learning um, that what's important is your talent and and your voice as a writer and always being ready to throw something out and write, write something else. And that freed me from, you know, being dependent on good reviews or, <laughs> or audiences coming out. I just kind of let go of that. I was able to, and that's a big advantage emotionally. Yeah. Um, not to say that I, you know, if I, I might read a review and go, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, in general, taking on that that perspective of you know of giving yourself over to something bigger than yourself uh, and always being true to that um, has been a lifesaver for me. And because um, there are times where you, you see someone who's just holding on to this show. Uh, okay, well, maybe if I get this production or if I get this person, I I know, and I go, let go of it. 
and it frees you. Frankly, you have more power letting go of things than you do of, of you know, in um, hanging on to them and fighting for them. Just, just keep moving on. Has and and that's helped me immensely. Has there been any was was or is there any fear associated with letting go and just trusting, or has it all been just a powerful filling up of? Well, you trust. In, uh, you know, it's like how does a how does a uh, you know a, a major league ball player hit a uh, over a hundred mile an hour fastball, but they know how to do it. Yeah, um, and it takes a lifetime. And um, so, yeah, I I know that creatively, I know how to hit a hundred mile an hour fastball. Doesn't mean it'll be a home run <laughs> every time, but um, it's any fear. Um, not not really. Um, the things that make me you know, sort of more fearful are when what I do is sort of forced into the spotlight, whether it's, you know, Oscar nominations and you're or winning and you're going up on that stage. And I think to myself, does anyone really want to see me walking on the stage and, and thanking my musical director and, and all? I mean, maybe they do, but you always have this feeling of, can I please retreat back behind the characters, behind the story? and just put the work forward. Um, and so saying that, having said that, uh, there's, I do a concert where when I'm on stage and I'm relating to an audience who I know are enjoying the material, then I, I love, you know, going behind each song and talking about it, just sharing um, that with them. And, um, so, the, you know, the fears are just, you know, being dragged out in public and going, what am I doing out here exactly? Because I'm, I'm not really craving, um, I don't know how to put it, hmm. a certain, you know, you're not going to compare yourself to actors or, or people who are really, really out there as a persona. I'm there as someone who channels what I do through and through a medium. Uh, so I'm very comfortable within the medium. Yeah. Is there, and I so appreciate you diving deep so quickly in this conversation in your life, well, I, yeah, right. in your life, have you found a balance or how have you found a balance between letting things happen and making things happen? That's a very good question. Um, I found from bitter experience um, or of not bitter experience, but uh, sure, sure. That um, you can you can push something, you can push it hard, um, but it doesn't mean it's going to go the way you want it to go. Um, mm -hmm. I am I'm a big believer in one reason musical theater is so great is because there's so many different collaborations happening within it. Um, and to, to be only me going, I want to get, would you produce this show? I believe in this. Yeah. Um, the consensus of a larger group is actually much more important. 
and um you know just being able to listen to people and go okay yeah it's um i love this score but the story behind it is not one that uh, makes people comfortable or works on the stage and just going okay i put it aside so it's just not me to be the person who will um turn any project into a crusade mm. um and, and i do admire people who can and do that mm. it's just not part of my nature mm. through composing how have you gotten better at communicating Well, in music, music is a vocabulary, right? And it's and and it can be a very specific vocabulary. And you know, you really it's kind of like the medium is the message, as Marshall McLuhan said. With a song, the the stylistic decisions that you make say volumes about in the context of of something bigger, say volumes about what you want to say. So in a way, I guess what's helped my communication is how you say something is, is as important or more important than what you say. Mm. Um, you know, the intentions behind what you say are, are the most important. Um, and, um, but I, I, the, the level I communicate on is a very gut level. I must. Have, I read this book. It was, it was used to. They call the um, the gut the second brain. There's actually more nerves down there than in the brain, apparently. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, and there is a gut brain, or a, a gut reaction is a very um, significant thing, and so I communicate generally from the gut. Um, and, um, I'm not an intellectual really. Um, and so that, so that makes communication easier for me. Um, and there are times where if, if I'm t talking to someone who's very intellectually focused, I may not have a great conversation with them because I'm not going to come back with, with an intellectual perspective as much as an emotional perspective. You've been listening to Entertainment X, the podcast. You can follow Entertainment X on Instagram at underscore Entertainment X underscore. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join Clay next week for another curiosity conversation on Entertainment X. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>